Broadcasting live from the center of the universe, it's business school without the BS. Featuring optometrist-turned-entrepreneur, Dr. Robert Zellner, with USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. It is the five-time show, let your boo begin, where we drop knowledge bombs for you in Portland. Teach the proven systems to make your ends, so you can produce the greenery like all the Oregon. Sue will call you Franklin, cause you got Benjamins. We'll call you Ben Pearl, cause you just bought a Benz. And then you'll be bragging to your wife and kids that your wallet's overweight, but it used to be thin. Thumbs away, this is play broadcasted with the Zen, with the focus locked in like San Quentin. Can I get a B to the O, O to the M? You've heard the rumors, he is I, and I is him. He be the Z, and I be the C. Now it's teaching business skills from Clay to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm a former US SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. I would like to thank you on behalf of the entire Thrive Time Show team. Thank you for uh, getting us into the top 10 of iTunes by uh, listening to our podcast and sharing it with friends. And uh, Chuck, right now, where where do we rank on the iTunes top 10 right now in the, in, the, in, the, in the business category? In the business section of iTunes on podcast, we're number five. Number five. Out of all of them. Who are we behind right we now? We are behind number one a, a is... group of guys called Business and Biceps. Okay. That's number four. That's fair. Number three is Planet Money. Okay, that's true. NPR podcast. Number two is How I Built This with Guy Raz, another NPR podcast. Mm. And number one is the uh, Work Life with Adam Grant. Tech got, it, podcast. got it. But we're number five. We are number five. Get, tell us who we're ahead of. Who's right behind us? Uh, Dave Ramsey. Oh, Dave. Number okay. six, uh, Gary V. He's Gary number v. seven. Okay, yep, yep. Uh, Tim Ferriss shows number what? eight. I mean, yes. this is some famous guys. Wow. So we, had, we have a lot snuck of guys. in. We have snuck in. They don't know who we are. They don't know what is happening. Who we are? Okay. It's a Trojan horse. What we're going to do today is because a lot of people ask me all the time. They ask a lot of questions when they come to our conferences and workshops. And the workshops are all about you. Okay. So the workshop me. Is is all about the listener. Oh, okay. So the workshops are all about helping our listener get to where they want to go. Right. Um, So I I do use self-deprecation. I do make fun of myself a lot and use my stories of things not to do uh, as an example as I'm teaching, but I don't get a lot of uh, time or opportunity to really get into the the depths of who is Clay Clark. And so what I wanted to do is I wanted to allow uh, Eric to ask uh, me some of the questions people ask all the time, and uh, we'll do a little Q&A style here. So on today's edition, this is uh, really asking me anything about the topic of me. Ooh, All right. It's everybody's favorite topic. And feel free to ask anything else that you'd like as well. This oh, is just wow. this oh, is just carte blanche, huh? This <laughs> is just the list of things that I get asked the most. Okay, well, let's just jump right into it. Here man. we go. Uh, so starting off here, the first question we have is for the listeners out there, share with us a look into your personal life and something that most people do not know about you. I think that I'm robotic. The robot. I think I'm robotic. I think that's the deal. (laughs) I think, I mean, just as an example, I mean, yesterday we finished recording. Yeah. And uh, so I had it on my list. I needed to optimize some um, reviews for the elephant in the room. Right. And I knew that that task would take no longer than mm, 10 hours and no less than... 10 hours. I knew it would be about a 10-hour project. Right. Because I just calculate how long it takes. So if you ask me to do something and I know it needs to be done, I just immediately, in my my mind, I process like, how long will that take? Right. Immediately. That's how I do it. And then I do it, but I never think about, do I want to do it? And I think that's probably the, the, I think my my superpower and also my... uh, 
weakness. Also, what you have to control, right? Right. It it's the beast. That, that doesn't mesh well with family. Correct. <laughs> you got to want to no, do seriously, things with the family. Which, right. Which is why I had to take time out yesterday and stop at a certain time and go do activities with the family. And we, you know, against Mother's Day weekend. So there's things we have to do. Right. And we have a great time, but I just enjoy grinding. It's, yeah. it's not like as soon as the kids go down to bed, I'm back at it again. Well, there's, I think a lot of people uh, see this with a lot of clients that we work with too when they're first kind of getting into this new mindset. If they're not quite into this, grinding mindset yet they grinding. look at grinding they kind of feel that that oh my gosh the weight of the decision they've just made of what they they know they need to do and they know it's 10 hours but they don't have the the know-how yet to block out 10 hours in a schedule and so it creates a weird feeling for them and you being able to push down those emotions and just say hey here's what's got to happen to get done i'm going to get it done by this time and just make sure you get it done which is why i would recommend that most people don't start a business true i'd recommend <laughs> the majority of people should not start a company because the grind there's no way to escape the grind i mean elephant in the room our men's grooming lounge is on the verge of franchising we're very close to it and it's a lot of work and it's a lot of work and i've got to finish our item seven uh which is a, a, a it's a line item list of all the costs needed to open and i've got to finish our item 19 which is our financial um disclosures in our uh, elephant in the room fdd and i have to do those things and then if i do those things we can franchise. Right. So I get a lot of things in exchange for the work I'm doing, but I'm naturally bent towards grinding. I like to do it. Um, it's like a coffee I, shop, rising I I, grind. I think I became um, obsessed with grinding, probably about age you know, 16, 17, that kind of thing. But at work, working hard at my actual job, not until I was probably 19 or so. But I think that's just a huge, huge problem. I think people have, they want to write a book. They right. just... Don't whatever reason it sounds great, right? But then the work you actually—I think do. most people feel the way about work that I feel about hanging out, right? <laughs> I think for me, I'm hanging out. I'm like, God, how long is it going to take? Oh, I got to do this for four straight hours. Are oh, you serious? My, oh, geez. All right. Next. You know, well, I'm um, tagging on to what you just said a second ago. I think that's one of the important reasons that if you're thinking about starting a business, you should come check out our workshop. Right. We've had multiple people come to the workshop and say you know what, I'm not cut out for this and I'm really glad I came to this before I invested years and you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars right. in a business that I know that I'm going to hate running. My partner, Dr. Zellner, works seven days a week for years, years. to build his business. Exactly. Not business. Now he works you know, four or five hours a week sometimes. Um, but we've actually had two people at our workshop I can think of that attended our workshop thinking they wanted to start a business yeah. and ended up uh, coming to work for us. But yeah, <laughs> right. So. And how huge is that if you were that person that wanted to start a business to know I just saved myself all that heartache? Oh, just by all checking that money, out. all that time. Right, exactly. Nine okay. out of ten businesses fail according come to on, Forbes. Come on, that's not good. So, okay, yeah. here, let's move on to the next question. Uh, what what motivates you to do what you do? Um, well, for Thrive, uh, the, the Thrive is the only business that I'm involved in that I'm passionate about the actual product. You know, um, I just I'm really passionate about mentoring millions, whether that being through a podcast through our online videos, through our workshop, through the one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, but it's just, it. I, I want to help uh, people become successful. And uh, I know what it's like to not be successful. And I know what it's like to be successful. And I'd like to teach you how. And it's it's not smoke and mirrors. And it's not uh, about mano uh, emotional manipulation. It's not about uh, learning dark arts. It's not about, uh, you know, kissing the ring and getting some big connection or government grant. It's not about politics or race or religion. or uh, It's not about those things. What it's about is learning the third. 13 proven steps 
that we've documented in our Boom Book, uh, which is the abbreviated version of the Start Here book. You can download it right now for free at thrivetimeshow.com. But it's about implementing the proven systems. Because it doesn't matter what we think about uh, our, our product. It doesn't matter how much we care about our product. But if our product is not findable because it's not on the top of Google, no one can buy it. But we can teach you how to get to the top of Google. True. We can teach you how to do it. Now, moving on here, number, question, a third question I have for you is, what do you enjoy doing when you're not working? Um, oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> well, uh, it's, a it's a zinger. I really, I really enjoy um, hanging with my wife. I go out to on dates with her on Wednesdays. I like doing that. Um, I like hanging out with the kids on the weekends. Um, I like hanging with the kids after work. Um, I enjoy watching um, very motivational movies like uh, Rudy or The Fighter yep. or Braveheart or that kind of thing. I love um, reading a lot, which is, I guess, tied to work. But I love reading case studies. Like, I just, oh, case, case studies and uh, biographies, but especially autobiographies. Autobiographies are the best because I love to hear how the person thinks. And you could almost feel like you're sitting down talking to somebody who was, you know, J. Paul Getty, the world's wealthiest man, or Carnegie or, or Oprah. I just love reading a lot. I love comedy a lot. Love what about an autobiographical uh, case study? You ever read one of those? Uh, I, a lot of them read like that a little <laughs> really? bit. Really? Yeah, like, no, seriously. <laughs> if you read, like, GE, uh, if you read uh, Straight from the Gut, uh, a Jack Welch's autobiography, uh, that book in great detail explains how he had success at GE, but it also talks about his life as a human, you know, on, yeah. on, and what that's like, kind of the bridging the gap between the getting it done at work and the family life, too. And I just love that book, Straight from the Gut. It's a great book, but you also get best practice tips that are proven to work in the book. Nice. I, you're, you're leaving one thing out, Clay. What's that? You love to grill meat. I do love to grill and meat. And start fires. I do, and I love to start fires. <laughs> Opinion wood. We, we have that in common. So yes, there it is. Nice. Okay, uh, what entrepreneurs do you look up to? Um, I, I, I don't want to make a statement here that's, that's uh, crazy, so let me just gather for a second here <laughs> um i would say that anybody who's having success as i define it that's who i look up to so okay. people that are having success um where they have like a they're having success in financially let's say but they're selling uh you know sin they're selling sinful products to get there i don't look up to that as success. If someone is having success and they're cheating people to get there, I don't look up to that. You're selling success because you're getting people to auto ship a product that's not real. I don't look up to that. But people that are having success that um, are doing it ethically where it's a win-win with the customer. The Solving customer, a real problem where, the bit, where, where the three Ps are happening, where that's a great product that you're proud of. It's, you're working with great people that you love. And you're, and, you're, and you're profitable, um, I look up to those businesses and I really try to learn from every business. Every time you go out of town, I, mean, I love going into the businesses, looking at them, asking who's in charge, figuring out how they work. If the, if the owner of the business has ever written a book about how he did it, I want to get that book. I want to read that book. So that's you know Home Depot, Lowe's. I love, I love the stories. I love UPS. I've read stories, of this, case studies of uh, uh, Starbucks. You know, Pour your heart into it. Howard Schultz. Um, Southwest Airlines, their book called Nuts. I mean, I, I just, I, I'm obsessed with how great businesses work and if you if you have a win-win with the customer and you're if you, if you have great people a great product and you have a profit i'm interested in that business and i look up to you but if, if it's like we make a ton of money but we really really just rake our people over the coals i'm not interested in that story right so that's 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 my answer the, none of the shady mcshadersons right i don't none like those, those things guys. all right cool okay next year what struggles did you have to overcome en route to building uh, your success money 
getting money, not needing money, <laughs> needing money. And yeah. so, you know, just eyes wide open, signing up to work 30 hours a week at Applebee's. And then as soon as I got that job, tr- working hard to try to get another job while I had that job, you know, because I'm working at Applebee's, but I'm trying to get another job too. So I land the job at Target. Now I've got the job at Target and Applebee's. Now the window of time with which I can apply for another job is very small because I'm working all the time. And then I got another job at DirecTV. And then working at those three jobs um, when, not in, when not at school at, or- at Oral Roberts University, um, just it, the balance of trying to um, start DJ Connection while also going to Oklahoma State University, Okmulgee, studying graphic design and working at Faith Highway. Um, the, the balance of, of DJing seven nights a week at the Holiday Inn Select at the Holiday Inn. for impersonators. These people thought they were Neil Diamond. They thought they were Prince. They thought they were whatever celebrity that they were impersonating, but they, they, they would not break character ever. <laughs> and I booked that job. It was seven nights a week. And I did all those things uh-huh. because I needed money. And now, not needing money and making decisions based upon what's best for my family, um, I've had to learn a different mindset. That is, you know, that mindset of getting three jobs of whatever you got to do to find money is something that I feel like entrepreneurs need to hear. Yes. I got lucky to watch that as my parents. There was no way they were going to go out of business or run out of cash. It was like, find whatever you need to do. So if you're out running out of time out there, we've got something that some people you need to get a hold of if you want to clean your office. Right. Get that stuff. The, the floor's buffed. You got to get the get, floor's buffed, You, you got to buff that stuff. Buff that stuff. Yeah. Shampoo that high uh, high traffic carpet. That stuff is going to be for free for new uh, customers of theclassicclean.com. Most companies charge up to $1,000 for that service on top of your cleaning bill. And so Classic Janitorial is going to do that for free for new customers. Tell them Thrive sent you. You can check them out at theclassicclean.com, theclassicclean.com, or call them today at 918-671-2046, 918-671-2046, theclassicclean.com to get that office shining. We use them. Google uses them. Newstar uses them. DuPont uses them. You got to check them out. That's theclassicclean.com. Three, two, one, Boom. You are now entering the dojo of Mojo and the Thrive Time Show. Thrive Time Show on the microphone. What is this? Top of the iTunes charts in the category of business. Drilling down on business topics like we are a dentist. Providing you with mentorship like you are an apprentice. And we go so fast that you might get motion sickness. Grab a pen and pad to the lab. Let's get in this. It's time to bear some fruit like some Florida oranges. Three, two, one. Here come the business ninjas. Ninjas. Boom. Oh, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the conversation. For anybody out there who's a big fan of a Street Fighter, remember that game back in the day? You'd go out to the, uh, you remember when people used to go to the arcade? Yeah. I guess now there's Dave and Buster's, which is kind of like, they, they, they trick you because there's, there's food there. Right. There's a bar there. Right. They, they, and and it's, 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 it's the trifecta. It's, the, it's like the way they got all the 30 to 40-year-old men back to the It's arcades. the trifecta, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now with the, with the beer and the games and the food, it's kind of like we're not going to an arcade because that would be stupid. That would be a, what a loser would be, But every be, time man. I take my kids to Dave & Buster's, most of the people are there are guys like me. And yeah. we're just like, we don't play video games anymore except for here. 
My little cousin had a graduation party at Dave and Buster's, and guess what I did? What's uh, up? I dominated laser tag. Really? Yeah, it was a bunch of little kids, and then a couple of my cousins that were my age. <laughs> shoving <laughs> kids around. Just... everybody. Now, wh- <laughs> why don't they have Street Fighter there? Because they're whack. There's so know. many great sounds. Aru kick. Yeah. Sonic yeah. boom. Sonic boom. Guyu <laughs> kick. Guyu kick. Remember, remember uh, Blanco. Blanco. Yeah, man, what a throwback. Gosh, that was, such, that was so great. It was good. Aru kick. Aru kick. Uh, what was Sonic the other boom. game? Mortal Kombat 2, right? Was that, was Finish the, him. Yeah. Finish him. God, that was crazy. That, that game was crazy. The first game where you could rip someone's head off. <laughs> as part the, of the hold the spine. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was such a weird, <laughs> weird game. Okay. Right. Now, today we're doing a uh, different format because um, as we've got now into the top five on the business charts for iTunes, and uh, where, are we, where, where do we rank in the world, did you say? Number 49. So out of... 350,000 plus 530 sorry 530 out of of 530,000 plus podcasts in the world we're uh, now again the number according to iTunes is 49 49 so a lot of people are asking more personal questions and so I thought who are this guy well the the show is supposed to be about how to start and grow a successful company and so I wanted to answer as many of those questions as I could at one time and uh, we'll we'll go ahead and hop right hop hop right back into it okay cool so what fears and doubts did you battle before starting your your business I don't have any fear and I don't have any doubts. I can say Just that. Just ready to go. I don't. I honestly have never battled fear or doubts as it relates to the business. I think it's this, you know, um, as a kid I stuttered a lot. Certain things happened. Long story short, I really got to a level where I just don't care at all about what people think about me. Uh, I just don't care. It, it just... So it's like, um, let me give you an example of, of how this is such a superpower and maybe why you need to learn it a little bit. One of the brands that we support, that we work with, that we coach, that we develop is, is Elephant in the Room. All right? Elephant in the Room. It's a men's grooming lounge. Now, to be a men's grooming lounge, what does that mean? It means our niche is it's like a country club for men's hair. And so if you want to just show up Walk in, get your hair cut as fast as possible, as cheap as possible. There's a place for that, and that place is called Great Clips. Great Clips. Great Clips. If you want to go into a place that's a little more expensive than Great Clips where you can still walk in, no appointment, what's going on, how's it going, sports clips. Now, if you want to walk into a place where it is like a paraffin hand dip, a hot towel treatment, and over-the-top service, super friendly people, if you don't smile, I'm going to fire you after a while because we have a happy, happy team, and it's happy or else. If you want to work an elephant in the room, you got to be happy or else. That's right. a little motivational saying. So we have a very happy team, hardworking team, some of the best stylists. We interview so many people. Every week, I literally, we as a company interview over 30 candidates every single week for Elephant in the Room. So we have an all-star team there. So the other day, a guy comes in for a walk-in. He walks in to get his hair cut, you know, and the front desk person says, I am so sorry. Uh, we have 4,000 members, and we are all booked out, but I could schedule you uh, your first haircut for a dollar. Your first haircut's always a dollar, and, you know, I could schedule your haircut. Now, today, it's uh, Thursday. I could schedule you for Saturday, and the guy just goes Oh, on a rant about how he cannot believe he can never get in. Every time he comes by, he can't get in. It's the same argument as just showing up at the airport and saying, yes, I'm here to get on this this, this uh, airplane. Sir, do you have a ticket? No, but I just want to get on it because I just thought about this idea. I want to fly somewhere. I really want to go. <laughs> so our, our clients are people that are proactively planning when they want to get their hair cut. And to get into that flow the first time, it means you have to call and schedule an appointment, Right. which is why we have a call center and our call center answers all the phones which means you can't actually call the store 
which yet again irritates a certain group of people who are like, hey, man, I want to I want to get a hold of the South Tulsa store. And they're like, thank you for going elephant in the room. How can I help you? Hey, man, I want to get in touch with the, the South Tulsa store. I want to get in touch with uh, Bianca there up there. I want to schedule a meeting with her, you know, direct. And they're like, uh, we don't actually do that. We actually handle all the scheduling so our stylists never actually have to talk to the customer over the phone while they're cutting hair. So they can just focus their entire day on cutting hair. They can cut more hair. They can do two haircuts an hour. They're never inter- uh, interrupted. They never have to worry about rescheduling or calling people. Do a better job. And then um, this this gentleman continues to well I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you this um, you ain't gonna get my business if I can't talk to Bianca directly and then he just starts dropping bombs f bombs cursing everywhere <laughs> true story and it's a, a real of course di- and so I have to say because. I know my niche. That man won't be happy. The guy who wants to talk to our people directly. The walk-in won't be happy. And we're a membership model, which means people who don't like membership models won't make us happy. But it means that the 4,000 members we have who like the model are going to like it. They like it. And so if I chose to make every single person happy, I wouldn't be in business. Another example would be the employees. We pay them very well. Our our employees at Elephant Room make more than any other hair salon in Tulsa. However, there are some people people that feel like we don't pay them enough. And we had one one person who's married to one of our, our, our grooming professionals a few years back called me up and said, I don't think you pay your people what, they sh- what, what they're worth. Oh, and yeah. so I said, yeah. okay, well, in your mind, how much should we pay her? And he tells me, and I said, under those situ- under that uh, uh, this pay rate, we wouldn't actually be profitable. And so the three Ps that you have to have to run a successful company are, you have to have a great profit, you have to have a great product, and you have to have great people. And so the people are always going to feel like they're not paid enough the product, the customers are always going to want you to change it to meet their needs. And I, and I will totally accommodate my ideal and likely buyers, but I'm not going to accommodate non-ideal and likely buyers. And then the profit comes as a result of that. So if, if you're not okay with constantly being in conflict in those three areas, you really shouldn't own a business. And that is my superpower, Chup. And like you were saying, that's kind of your uh, high watermark was set pretty high as a kid. So you didn't need right. to, to be worried about all these fears and everything. True. Cool. Um, okay. And then what errors did you make along the path to success that slowed down your success? I would say I made all of them before realizing <laughs> the power of case studies. Because, Mentors, right? Uh, yeah. Well, the thing was, I, I didn't know that you could get a case study out there or that you could, I guess I knew, but I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think you could like pick up a phone and cold call until you got an appointment with the founder of Hobby Lobby. Crazy, right? I didn't think you could cold call and actually get a meeting with George Foreman. I didn't think you could cold call and get a meeting with David Robinson. Which nobody does, right? Right, but, <laughs> but, that, but that's what I um, did. And we come back, we'll talk more about uh, the mistakes I made and some specific examples. But really, without mentors, I would not have had success. Now, if you are out there and you got a successful company and you need to save some time in your business, and who doesn't? Get out of going to Office Depot and Staples. You got to get a hold of my guys over at onyximaging.com. O N Y X imaging.com. They do print supply, printer service. They'll fix your printer. They do same day, next day office delivery. Oh, yeah. Office supplies. They price match. These guys are your one stop business shop. Onyximaging.com. Get a hold of them today. 918 627 6611. 918 627 6611. Onyximaging.com. Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at thrivetimeshow.com. Boom, 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 and... 
and boom. My name is Clay Clark. You're listening to the Thrive Time Show on your podcast download. Uh, one thing that I am doing on our podcasts uh, that I'm, make, I'm being intentional about doing is I'm trying to speak more slowly. Slow and one of my go. superpowers is I talk really, really fast. You say, how's that a superpower? It's my mind that goes really, really fast, which is I stuttered as a kid. So I stuttered until like really, I mean, I couldn't talk for a long, long time. And part of that is your mind is like overactive. It's racing. It's just, get up. And so on the show, uh, I've been working at, at talking uh, slower, you know, as we are rising faster and faster in the iTunes charts, I'm trying to make sure we slow it down. I'm also trying to make sure that we can answer all of the questions that you're uh, answering that are personal in nature. Pretty much I've tried to answer only the business-related questions, and uh, but over time, more and more of you are, are asking questions that are more personal in nature, and so I have no problem at the conferences using self-deprecation to teach you something, but the conference is really all about you and not about me. It's not a long-form discussion of, well, this is how I feel, but uh, Chuck, we had a question that came in. Can you, can you read the question for anyone just now tuning in? Yeah, so we were talking about, you know, what errors did you make, Clay, uh, along the path to success that slowed down your success? Well, I'm, again, I said all, I, I did make all of them previous to having good mentors. Right. But um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just focus on one that demonstrates what it would be, what, what the power of having a mentor. Okay, so this yes. is just one. We had a call center, and the call center consisted of everybody. I don't know if I ever told you this, man. We had five guys and one phone. Yes. So the phone would ring, and the, and the phone was called the money line. And so I literally had. Was this the green phone? Was it green? This is the green hornet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the phone would ring, and I would go. This is what I would do. This is how I would. This is how I would. This is how I manage. I go. Phone. Get the phone. <laughs> and someone would get the phone, and then they would. I swear. And they would answer the phone, and they would say, "DJ Connection, this is the amazing DJ Jason. How can I help you?" And the person would go, "Hey, I'm just trying to find out about a DJ." And they go, "Absolutely. What date are you looking at?" I say, "Well, I'm looking at June 5th." They go, "Well, let me check the availabilities, and I'll be right back with you." They'd put the person on hold, and they would hand the phone to me. And that's how I delegated. This is the one that had the crazy long phone line. The yes. That, was, that you could run all over the office. So you might you. be saying, what are the other five guys doing? As soon as I booked that deal, because I, I booked, I literally, when we lived at the house at 91st in Lynn Lane, I booked every single phone call that I got except for one. It was Shannon and Clark. One. And I was so mad because I knew Shannon through cheerleading, and I'm like, "Come on, Shannon!" And her 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 husband's logic was that I had done a bunch of events, and they wanted to try something different. But I was just yeah, like, yeah. "So anyway, so I I booked them all, and then as soon as I booked them, there was paperwork that needed to be done. You need to type up a receipt. You needed to add them in the system. There's stuff you had to do, and I was using Microsoft Paint <laughs> as my lead lead system. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> I use Paint. And I use paint. You got total creative freedom. You can no, you can you, you can see the lead sheets um, when you go to the office uh, uh, next time. Go to the office and go to the bar area. Okay. And it's up there on the wall. It's in a bin. It says 2001 shows. It's a white bin. And so those are all the lead sheets. I, t I didn't paint. Paint. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so then people had to type in the data using paint, which turns the image into a JPEG or a bitmap. It's not something you can ever edit. Editable. Again. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> so then the guys would be typing it up in paint, and they would hit save. Get <laughs> over it. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. And they would hit save, and then they would pass it back to me, and I would check it to make sure nothing was wrong. So my entire day consisted of booking a deal, verifying it wasn't wrong, you know? And then the guys there on the call center, the five reps, they just answered the phone. And literally all they said was, 
Thank you for going, DJ Connection. This is the amazing, amazing Joel. How can I help you? And they'd say, uh, uh, Joel, yeah, I'm trying to reach uh, uh, you guys. See how much you charge. Okay, great. What day are you looking at? June fifth. Okay, let me put you on hold for a second. And they passed the phone to me. And that was the that was their their entire job. Sounds super scalable. Well, and then again, they would type up the paperwork on any deal, and if I booked the deal, whoever answered the phone, they got the commission. And th- but they had to type it up. Yeah. So then they would type it up, and then I would check it all. Then what I did, I put them all in the bin. There's a bin. Okay, we put it on a, in a, a metal bin, and that metal bin would then um, be where every single morning. I would then I would book a certain DJ for a certain show, so I had a huge, um, like a graph I made a huge graph I made on a cork board, and it would say like DJ Eric, DJ Joel, and it would show the date. And I made sure that I booked all you guys. I book all the DJs. And so when you go to the office uh, now, you can see on the history wall you can see how I scheduled it, but it was all by paper and pen. Right. And so I had four thousand weddings at one point that we were booking. All of which were done using bitmaps, using and I, so I, and I got to probably a thousand weddings before I had epiphanies. Like, man, I should use Microsoft Word. <laughs> well, I never did switch to Word. That's so good. No, and then Jason said, perhaps we need a database, and I said, I don't need a database. I got a graph. I've been, I've been rock. Look at this. I've been rocking. I'm the biggest <laughs> DJ company in the world, which I was. Yeah. And I don't have a freaking database. And then Josh came to me and Josh says, I remember this because Jason had brought up something about the database. And Josh says, um, hey, we also are nowhere in Google. And I said, what the freak is Google? <laughs> and he says, seriously, dude, like we're not, we're, we're nowhere on the map on Google and we're going to get destroyed if we don't get on top of that. And I said, screw that, man. And so I was not open to learning about how Google works. And I used Microsoft Paint as my database. Then, after I finished my work day, because I started my work day like at 6, and I'd finish at 6, then I would personally interview all of the DJs separately. Of course. All of them separately. Then I would personally train them all. So, then I would personally maintain all the equipment, which consisted of me buying new equipment. <laughs> Not so, screwdrivers or... Uh, no, 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 no tools. Yeah. Just, oh, this one seems to be broken. Let's get a new one. So, that was my system. Yeah. And it was the guys at the Guitar Center liked me. Of course uh, they did. The employees liked me and paid them. I paid them. I wrote every single employee the check when they came back for their show that night. So if you DJ on Saturday, you got paid Saturday night, baby. Gas in a tank and, and money in the bank. And the guys loved it. I'd pay them right there. <laughs> and then I would challenge all the DJs each night to who was the best DJ. And the way it works in DJing, if you're in the DJ uh, industry, if you're really good, the party will not stop. And so once the party gets to a place where they can't stop and it won't stop, then you just keep going and going and going. And so my wife was the one who had to write the checks to people if I was DJing. Because you were the best DJ. And I always got back last. Josh <laughs> would beat me sometimes. But I would DJ till like 2 or 3 in the morning. Of course you would. And the guys would wait, hanging out for me to come back, and they would just be cheering like, woo! <laughs> and then if I got a big tip, I would take all the cash and I would go buy them all Taco Bell. Oh, and then we yeah. would drink leftover margarita because there's margarita. We had margarita machines. Of course. And when the margarita machines came back from an event, they were usually half empty. And we would sit around and we would drink the remainder of probably six margarita machines <laughs> split between like 40 of us. And then I would just pass out in the lawn. And every week my wife would like find me sleeping on the lawn, like <laughs> face down in the backyard. And we'd have a big fire going. We'd, and then if, the rule was if you left... Your crap in my garage, you got one warning, and on the second time, I would just burn it. That is awesome. And so my wife came back. She came outside one time. She goes, what are you burning? Because it was like huge, like 10-foot-high flames, and I was burning the, 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 the interior seats to a guy's minivan because <laughs> he left them in there for four weeks. 
So, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, and the fire department used to come by and like just rawr, 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 and they come by and like, dude, come on. And so it rawr, 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 like three in the morning, rawr, rawr, strobe lights, rawr, rawr. and it, and one time I did it so much that they eventually just came by and hung out. They're like, that's just chill. We're going to be back in an hour. Right. So you say, what did I do wrong? I think those are some things. Well, did you, uh, were you up on your accounting back then? Uh, Vanessa's always been on top of my accounting, but me personally, no, I was not. You know, and if I didn't have Vanessa, I would have to call none other than hoodcpas.com. Hoodcpas.com. Get a hold of these guys, 918-747-7000, the most proactive accountants in the Tulsa area, northeastern Oklahoma area, hoodcpas.com, 918-747-7000. 918-747-7000 hoodcpas.com To claim your tickets to the Thrive Time Show 2-day interactive business workshop for free, all you have to do is to subscribe to the Thrive Time Show on iTunes, leave an objective review, and send us confirmation at info@thrivetimeshow.com. To claim your star in the National Star Registry, eh, we can't help you. Right, Thrive Nation, welcome back to The Conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio and podcast download. And what's happening right now is we're getting people all over the world who are subscribing to our podcast because we're now in the top uh, 10 of, of iTunes in the business section. And then overall, out of three hundred or 530,000 podcasts in the world, we are now, what number there, Chip? Number 49. Right. And so a lot of the shows that are up in the top 10, there are a lot of personal interest stories. You know, people want to know more about people, which is which is fine. It's great. And our show is all about practical business, how to grow a business. And we try to use personal stories as a way to provide um, case studies, examples of what works and what doesn't. And so we had a lot of questions specifically about myself and my background. And so, Chip, uh, we're going to go ahead and continue uh, answer, answering the questions from the Thrivers. All right, here we go. What are the things that our listeners need to do before they start a business? Good question. Develop a work ethic. That's step one. You've got to do it. You have to develop a work ethic before you start the business because when the, when the excitement of the new idea wears off. Oh, yes. And when you run out of working capital on that SBA loan account, and when the marketing doesn't work the way you wanted it to, and when it takes you a little bit longer to get to the top of Google, and it, the calls aren't working like you thought they would, and your genius marketing strategy for your can't-miss real estate business doesn't catch off, doesn't take off the way you want it to, you will begin to look inward inward on yourself and you'll begin to do what society does, which is you begin to look inward and then immediately look outward for something to blame. So you'll begin to look for the economy to blame, for the uh, local chamber to blame, for uh, your, your, a lot of times people will blame their spouse, they'll blame employees, they'll blame, they'll blame the marketing company, they're going to blame their account, they're going to blame all these sources because looking inward is too painful. But when you look inward, you'll discover that Proverbs 10.4 states that God blesses the diligent. And I, and I know that somebody out there is listening and says, I don't... I don't believe in the Bible. And that's why I like to give you multiple examples from a lot of things. But let's go with the Bible first, and then I'll go with a different example. So Proverbs 10.4 from the Bible, that offensive book, says, Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. And that's a, that's right, that right there is, is, uh, is profound, because lazy hands make for poverty. But then you might say, you know, I don't like the Bible. That's okay. So what about, uh, Chuck, can we reference Elon Musk quotes? Is that, is that, is, does yeah, that seem fair? let's do it. Okay, so Elon Musk talks about how you need to work 80 hours per week, 
when we, we have the quote written up in our office because it's like uh, a profound idea that one of the world's sel- uh, most um, successful people has a notable quotable that goes like this. And, and Shep, if you can put this on the show notes, it says, work like hell. I mean, you just have to put in 80 to 100 hours per week every week. Improve the odd, it says this improves the odds of success. If other people are putting in 40-hour weeks and you're putting in 100-hour weeks, then even if you're giving the same thing, you know that you will achieve in four months what it takes them a year to achieve. Um, another way to put it is uh, uh, Willie George, the pastor of Church on the Move, um, he has said at one of his sermons, he talks about the sixth day principle. Yes. Um, in Exodus, as well as in Genesis, God talks about how he created the earth in six days. Um, you'll get a bigger harvest on the sixth day. And so who created the five-day work week? That, that's FDR. Ooh. Franklin Delano Roosevelt created the 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 40-hour work week, but that wasn't a biblical law. So when, when Franklin Delano Roosevelt changed the law that established um, these new working standards, that doesn't mean that he changed the Bible or he changed Elon Musk's mind or he, or he changed your, um, you, what, what you can do. He didn't put a limit on what you can do. But a lot of people think that it's unethical and it's wrong to even work more than 40 hours a week because of FDR and his law. It's called the Fair Labor Standards Act of 1938. And Chip, I want to put that on the show notes. It's the Fair Labor Standards Act of 1938. And so I would just say to you, Mr. Listener, the 40-hour work week should be the first half of your work week until your company gets in orbit. So you should work 40 hours on the first half of your week until your company gets into orbit. Now, once your company's profitable and sustainable, then you can work four hours a week if you want to. Drop the mic. Yeah, you could do that, but right. you can't do that until you've put in the grind needed. You can't probably afford to pay people That's the whole key. to do it. Also, strate- uh, strategy, you can't delegate strategy. Right. You can't like hire somebody and have them make the call scripts for you. You can't hire someone have th- and have them make the workflow for you. You can't hire someone to write your book for you. You have to rise and grind. Chuck, that's what has to happen. That's what has to happen. And then one thing, you know, if you're starting a business out there from day one, some some things that you need to uh, know before you start that. I always say, assume the worst when you're doing your plans. Yes. You better assume that those sales projections are going to be low, right? You don't want to give some crazy pie in the sky projection. Assume the worst assume around. The worst. Nothing's ever going to work out. Assume the worst exactly. around. Everything <laughs> terrible's going down. Ow! Okay, so here's the next one. When you start a business, does culture matter from day one? History repeats itself. Try and you'll succeed. That song is crazy. That is, oh man. You're the worst around. Nothing's ever gonna work out. You're the worst around. I want to dance. Everything terrible's breaking down. You're the worst around. Somebody stole your truck. You're really building me up today, okay. man. I'm not feeling it. Sorry. Back back to the question. What was the question? I'm sorry. The question I just got is, very excited. When you start a business, does culture matter from day one? Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely does. And so let's uh, break that down. Um, culture. Culture is what? It's just the sum total of all the people who work for you. You know, culture is just everybody who works for you. Let's just imagine everyone who works for you has an up arrow or a down arrow. You can't, well, what if my person has an up or a down? No, stop. Everyone who works for you has either an up or a down arrow. Well, I can't really determine if they have enough. She's going through something, you know. He's going through something. I, I, I'm just going through something right now. I'm normally a very positive person. It's just right now, I'm, I happen to be chain smoking as a way to quit drinking. <laughs> so, again, I mean, there's either an up or a down arrow. And everyone you hire is either an up or a down arrow. And so you want to make sure you hire only up arrows. 
And so when you start a company and you have like uh, uh, two people, if you hire a down arrow, then you end up having a, com- a, a culture of melancholy. You have a mediocre culture. You have a culture of, okay. Mm-hmm. So you need to hire people with, with energy from the very beginning. And uh, Steve Jobs uh, writes a lot about A players. And I think that if we look to his wisdom, that's a good example of, of maybe where you get the, the wisdom you're seeking there. Uh, Steve Jobs... Uh, this is Guy Kawasaki, who used to work for Steve Jobs, and he's talking about Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs, he says, Steve Jobs has a saying that A players hire A players, B players hire C players, and C players hire D players. It doesn't take long to get to Z players. This trickle-down effect causes bozo explosions in companies. So all I would just say is I'd encourage you to do what Steve Jobs would tell you to do and really hire A players. Now, how are you going to find A players? Well, one, you have to be an A player because an A player won't work for a B player, Jep. So true. A players won't work for a B player, and that's why the question was asked. The question was asked, what's the first thing you should do before you start a business? you got to develop a work ethic because, Jep, you've seen this. How many times have you seen it where somebody that you know, an acquaintance, somebody ran into who owns a business, and they say they can't find good people, but they themselves are not good people? (laughs) It happens too often. Yes. Too often because, first of all, you can put a front up, but when people are working with you in a small business, in a growing business, they're going to get to know who you are and your character just because you spend so much time with them. I have a, a funny church story for you. Let's hear it. Years ago, there was a gentleman. I know who's trying to grow a church and uh, he admittedly never prepared for his sermons he, mm. he straight up would get up there Chup and would flounder around kind of looking for things to say you know and he would try to <laughs> no I'm not kidding yeah. he would say guys today we're going to cover um, uh, uh, the Bible three uh, points from the Bible and if you'll look, turn with me to and he's always just floundering around and he asked me to help him and I said can I see the videos of you preaching and I, I asked him, I said, I, I got to ask you, how often, how much time do you spend in, uh, how much time do you spend preparing for your sermon? You know, because Carlton Pearson would listen to every sermon after he delivered it, and he would spend like a whole week preparing, you know, he would write it and then say it and write it and would t- tweak it and edit it. And he would, you know, spend a definite 10 hours or more preparing for a sermon then after the sermon he would listen to it multiple times um how how often do you watch your own sermons how 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 much time do you devote to preparing and uh he then shared with me that he has never prepared consistently Mm. he usually tries to get get the outline made an hour before he speaks i'm going we can tell yeah you can't fake that right and then you're an expert but he wondered why his congregation wouldn't grow right it's because anybody who had any pride self-esteem or understanding about how life works didn't like his sermons they were just awful everything it was just terrible and and his whole church was ran that way it would be like if you were trying to learn physics from einstein and he's like well you know there's uh i uh, gravity i don't really know how it works but there's a book over there that you could read no you have to You have to have the work ethic. Your work, your work ethic sets the tone for your business. You have to have that work ethic from the very beginning. And we come back, I want to share with you about one thriver out there we're, 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 that we are working with that has that absolute work ethic that they need to be successful. These guys work so hard. They're such grinders. They are show sponsors, but these guys have an incredible work ethic. It's the good folks at Platinum Pest and Lawn. Platinum Pest and Lawn. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at drivetimeshow.com. 
is the Primetime Show on your radio. And uh, I want to give a big shout out to uh, one of our listeners, uh, to one of our show sponsors, to a business coach client, uh, somebody who started out as a listener. And then became a, a client. I think. I, I think they. No. I think they were. They were a listener. Then they came to the workshop, Chup. Yeah. Then they became a coaching client, and now they're a, a show sponsor. And it's Jennifer and Jared with a Platinum Pest and Lawn. Um, these guys are a husband and wife team, and their sales they're growing so fast. They're growing. They're hitting record sales every month. It's awesome. But the, the I just yes yes they are oh. implementing our system that we taught them. Yes, and yes. we know for a fact they are because I mystery shopped them, and we had some ants after all the rain and everything. We had you some mystery ants shopped them, so we mystery shopped oh. them. I actually mystery shopped his office while he was meeting with Marshall at our office. Nice. Submitted a web lead. They got a hold. I put my wife's information in there. They got a hold of her with. In like 30 minutes and they had jared actually went out there himself within an hour and a half they had us booked and they had us uh, treated by the next day and so it was awesome these guys i mean they're they're, they're hard working people they they faithfully come in each week for their coaching meetings, and in our coaching meetings we always assign people action items. So when you if you if you are a member of our coaching uh, program, you are going to be asked to do action items, and those action items they don't um, you having an excuse that you validate by just saying I was too busy isn't going to help you grow. Right. You just coming to a meeting and having epiphany after epiphany, learning of what to do that's not going to help. You actually have to do the work that is required. And so the guys at Platinum Pest, they've been implementing diligently these systems for a long time. And so they are growing. They're going to the next level. And I'm just telling you, I am so excited for them. So that question that was asked before the break was, what do you need to do before you start a business? Well, you got to have that work ethic. And I'm telling you what, they're building a large team now. If you do a Google search for Platinum Pest and lawn. Let's all do a search for that. Platinum Pest and Lawn. And I know we have m more listeners around the world. So do Platinum Pest and Lawn Tulsa. All right. So let's get 100. I tell you what, Thrive Nation, there's about 100,000 of you out there. Yes. Let's search for Platinum Pest and Lawn Tulsa right now. And let's try to crash their website. Let's try to crash their let, Let's all click their website. Because what happens is this is how you crash a website. They have a GoDaddy account, and I know this because we've helped them. Right. <laughs> and their website can only handle a certain number of people on the site at one time. Let's see if we create a good problem for them by everybody right now Googling Platinum Pest and Lawn Tulsa. Now, once you do that, you're going to find their website. And Chuck, look at all the people on their team. They're building a team of people. They have Beautiful over 125 people. great reviews. It's platinum-pestcontrol.com. And Chubb, what's what's what are, what are they offering for all the listeners right now? So they're doing a free termite inspection uh, right now, and you can get uh, if they find termite or termite damage, they can do $200 off of the first termite treatment for you. Okay. And the cool thing about these guys, and that's, um, that, that's real money. I mean, that's what you really have to pay. Yeah. It's $200. That's extra money. That's really you can take your wife out to dinner. You know, four or five times there if you go to someplace classy like Brahms. That yeah, you know. Or if you go to a place that's really classy like Charleston's an icer place, that's probably twice. Yeah. Maybe. If you yeah. go to Polo Grill, that's half of a maybe they'll get you some bread. You get out of there with some bread <laughs> maybe if you go to the butter, Polo Grill. But, butter on it. Yeah, but you can take your wife out somewhere nice. So one cool thing about these guys, I'm a busy guy at work, don't have time to go home during the day. So my wife went home to meet them. Well, not only do they call you and text you the day before, they also send you a photo of who the person that's coming to oh, treat your come house on. is. So you feel so it's so come safe. On. It's, it's the best it's so system safe. ever. It's so safe. Get a hold of them at nine one eight three 
3760857 platinum-pestcontrol.com 9183760857 I don't know if I can go on it's so good it's so good to kill the mosquito like 9 minutes left okay chuck back to you okay next question we got is what do you wish you knew about culture creation when you first started your business I wish that I would have known that I only that I just needed to do group interviews every week. Right. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I wish I would have done group interviews every week. Gosh, I want to have the years back. I wish I could have the years back of just the, the hours back. I mean, literally hours and hours. I would say at least three weeks of my year. We're talking about 120 hours a year just wasted interviewing one-on-one people. It's just a complete waste of time to sit down and interview somebody one-on-one until you've sifted people through the group interview process. Now, for those of you listening who don't know what the group interview process is, Chuck, please explain what the group interview process is and really get into the details. Get into the weeds. I mean, where does it start? How, okay. do, we get, how do we get applicants? Break down. How does the group interview process work? So the group interview process, if you've never heard of this before, it might seem backwards. It's not where one candidate goes in and interviews with a group of people at the uh, place of employment. You are actually the person that's interviewing all of the candidates at one single time at your place of business. It's just like the NFL Combine where right. all the athletes Everybody are there at one time. Yeah. And you interview them right there. Right. So what you got to do all first is- positions exactly. just for the Combine. All of them, all, all of the front them. desk, uh, whatever positions you Doctors, have lawyers, we're interviewing every candidate at one time. Exactly. So what you have to do is create a job post. Okay, you got to create a job post that will reach out to these high-quality candidates. And somebody might be saying, what's an example of a good job post? And Chuck, I want you to put this on the show notes today. We'll put a link to the perfect job post because we, we can we can help you write the job post. And and so, again, if you're saying, gosh, I don't even know how to write a job post, we Chuck can help. will help you do that. Our, our help coaches you. will help you. And, and check this out. You need to post every week on Indeed and Craigslist. That's right. That's the next step is to post these things. And what he said is so important every week. Do this every week. Do not view hiring as a one-time event. You will Somebody will go crazy. Somebody will have to move, and you will not have a replacement lined up. So post every week. Then re- then when you get emails in from these job postings, you're going to reply to them with the date and the time and everything they need to know about the interview. You hold the weekly interview every single week. Every single week, hold the interview. When you find candidates that you like from that group interview, then you invite them to shadow. You yep. come shadow yourself or your top players. You do not let people shadow these B and C D level players and see if it's a good fit for you and they're a good fit and the company's a good fit for them. And then uh, if you like them after the shadow day, you hire them up. And I'll put this on the show notes, Chuck, if you can put it up here. This is the Patriots uh, website. Oh, yeah. If you go on to transactions, I just want to show you what they're doing right now because they're doing it again. They are in the process of building this year's team. And I get more excited preseason before the season even starts almost than I do when the season starts because right now is when they're winning right they're going to kick your butt on the field because they're kicking your butt recruiting now look who they just signed look at this guy these are these are these are this is great look at this here we go they got a guy they just drafted from the fifth round they got a sixth round and they got Braxton Berrios from Miami Florida Braxton this is great look at this no one knows who he is he's the 210th pick look at him there he is. Look at him. And he's going to be great. You know why? Because every guy they get is the same guy. They Higher get- character, trained skill. Right. Yep, that's why move. does Bill Belichick always trade away his first-round draft picks? Why does he do it, Chubb? Why? Well, those first-round draft picks are super expensive, and they come with baggage typically, right? A lot of them are entitled because yep. they've been told forever that they're the best player ever. High school, college. You Look are at this guy. Look, Look, at at Look at this guy. Look at him. Look at him. 5'9", 183. He's going to be on the Patriots. He's going to crush Braxton it. Braxton Berrios, come to me. <laughs> Braxton Berrios. Ow! 
Oh, I'm oh, so God. excited about Braxton Berrios. And look at our linebacker we just signed. These guys are great. Look at this. Oh, I've never heard of these people. Christian Sam, linebacker from line. Arizona State, coming in hot in the sixth round. You know why you're going to be great, Christian Sam? Because I know that if Bill Belichick drafted you, you're a high-character guy. <laughs> That's all he does. Look at this Ryan Izzo. Ryan Izzo for Shizzo. We just got this guy. Where'd he come from? He's got him a nickname, too. That's look nice. at this guy. Ryan Izzo for Shizzo. Florida He's, State. You know, and you, do you know what we do, the, the Patriots? We already have a tight end. His name is Rob Gronkowski. Why are we drafting tight ends? Because entitlement sets in. People want a big contract. Move on. If it you happens. read the headlines right now, read the headlines. I want all the listeners to read the headlines. Gronkowski keeps talking about how he wants more freedom, ah. how he needs to be paid more. And Mr. Gronkowski, we have a thing called a salary cap. And the salary cap is the team has a certain max amount of money that we can pay all 53 players. That's right. And so even though you're a magically very talented player, we have to pay we have to pay other players, Mr. Gronkowski. And so what we have to do on behalf of the Patriots is we have to tell you they have to say, "Hey, you know, this is all we can pay." And then you are now a superstar, and so now you are going to hop on the mic, hop on Twitter, whatever you do, going to kind of stir it up a little bit trying to get more money. And then eventually we're going to replace you with Izzo for Shizzo <laughs> because it doesn't matter. It's the system. Do you know the Patriots winning percentage chuck when Tom Brady doesn't play? No. Can you look that up real quick? Yeah. I would like to speculate. I, I would like to say they at least win 70% of the games when Tom Brady doesn't play. I, and I, I don't know the statistic. We're going to pull it up right now. What What is the winning percentage of the Patriots when Tom Brady does not play? Okay, the Patriots given. Uh, oh, he's going to find it. Oh, 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 now here we public, go. No. Public Publix. Googling is uh, never fun, especially when there's a time constraint. You never want to put some of the listeners. Yeah, I would ask you, um, all the listeners out there, <laughs> I want all the listeners out there, email us to info at thrivetimeshow.com. Don't Google it first. Just guess. Just guess. The first one that guesses, I'll give you a free ticket to our workshop. You just got to you gotta guess what's the winning percentage of the New England well, we're Patriots we're, we're loading here. when Tom Brady does not play. Chuff is using the internet, and if somebody who was putting the stats up there would use permalinks better, right, and they would use meta tags better, they probably could have made it easier for you to find. Chuff, have, have you found it? I haven't found it. I haven't found it. Okay. I'll, I'll get it, and we'll come back. Thrive we'll, Nation, we'll give me just one second. I'm going to find it for you right now. It's your year to thrive. Yeah. Success you will find. Today is your day. And now is your time. Find it. I'm going to find it. This moment is perfect. Cause you're above the ground Your road might have been rough But what you got now is now We're here I have found it, Chup. I have found the winning percentage of the New England Patriots When yes. Tom Brady is not playing What is the winning percentage? 684 which is 68%. That's right. Yeah, Almost 70%. I was off by 2%. That's pretty good. That's pretty awesome. That's better than... Without it. your starting superstar. That's better. But yeah, that means the guy is a backup. It means he didn't get a whole year to play. Right. So he's just coming in for a few games. The year that Tom Brady missed, though, the entire year, Matt Castle, who was... Check, here's a little Matt Castle factoid for you. Want to hear Here about Matt go. Castle? Let's hear about it. He never played a game of college football. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he was on the team. He's, like, back up, third string, eighth string. I don't know where he is. He's just somehow on the team, and then they drafted him. And when the Patriots wanted to draft Matt Castle, uh, apparently everybody on the team was saying, like, who is he? Like, how do you even know he exists, let alone how do you know he want to draft him? Where did he go to college? Uh, let's look it up. Let's do more. This is, you know, you, you, what you're doing here is you're turning yeah, this entire show into a, a Matt, into a research festival here. Matt Castle. Where did Matt Castle... <laughs> 
go to college. You find him, Matt oh, Castle? Oh, oh, Matt Castle, University of Southern California. There he is, Matt Castle. Awesome. So the, the, the root question was, though, talking about, talking about A players and the importance of it, it's everything. Nothing works unless your people do. Right. Nothing works unless your people do. So what do I wish I would have known? I didn't know that. So I'd hire these shady B character people who had A skill. I kept hiring for for skill and then trying to teach character. And I had all my meetings had to be motivational and teaching people how to be good people and teaching people how life works. And now I don't have to do that. I sprinkle in some self-help in our meetings, but it's more literal, like this is what you need to do. So in the day, you were the Dallas Cowboys back in the day, and right. now you're the Patriots. Exactly. There we That's go. why there I like the Patriots. That's I'm not a big uh, sellout for for Tom Brady, or I'm not obsessed with New England or Boston. I the only reason I like the Patriots is because of Bill Belichick's systems, because systems are what builds a successful company. Speaking of systems, Chop, one of our great show sponsors is Doctor Sibley, the chiropractor. It's all Sibley Systems. They're almost he's obsessed a- with systems. Tell him about Doctor Sibley. Doctor Sibley is the chosen chiropractor for the great one, Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky has turned NHL to Doctor Sibley yeah. for his chiropractic. So needs. if it's good enough for him is good enough for me i would say that much uh dr sibley's got same day appointments short to no wait times they do full service uh they've got dr john sibley.com d-r-j-o-h-n sibley.com is how to get a hold of him that's his website you can call him at 918-749-5741 you might have neck pain shingles asthma asthma elbow pain arm pain back pain Bedwetting, Chup, these are all things Dr. Sibley can help with. What's his contact information? DrJohnSibley.com, D-R-J-O-H-N-S-I-B-L-E-Y.com, or call him today at 918-749-5741. Again, that's 918-749-5741. Let him get your back in alignment and get back to feeling good today. 918-749-5741. And now... Broadcasting from the center of the universe and the Thrive15.com world headquarters, it's the Thrive Time Show. All Thrive Nation, welcome back to the conversation. My name is Clay Clark, and we are answering questions that you have been emailing to info at thrivetimeshow.com. Most of these questions are related to my personal uh, history or examples or what I've gone through. And so I tried to get them all bundled up into one show so we could answer a lot of questions because we like to make the show focused on you. Our entire goal is to help you become successful, help you grow a business, help you uh, launch that company, help you scale that business, help you achieve that time freedom. Uh, But you want to know a little bit more about me. And so I want to answer your questions as they're coming in. So, Chuck, let's uh, go to the next question. Okay, next question is, how do you use your gut feeling to make business decisions? I don't. No gut. I don't at all. Statistics. I find that my my gut is always wrong. I, I literally, I, I feel like my gut is 100% wrong 100% of the time. Because I think at my core, I am a sinful person who only by the grace of God is saved. And anytime I ask myself, what would I do? It doesn't go well. well like Costanza. So my wife, though, <laughs> I believe this. My wife, I think my wife somehow has like Jesus. You say if you're a Christian, you're supposed to have God in your heart, you know? But I think my wife... Somehow there's like the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, you know, the, the, the Holy Trinity. Uh-huh. I think that the Holy Spirit inhabits my wife all the time because she always makes wise decisions Sage. from the gut. But I make no wise decisions from the gut. <laughs> so I, I literally have not made a good decision from the gut. Anytime I want to do something, uh, Jared Hogue, one of our listeners out there, I think he's in Boston now, um, he knows, but I had a competitor back in the day that said some stuff about me that wasn't accurate 
and I was still operating in the gut from from the gut. Right. And it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun for him to see me just destroy a competitor. I mean, and I and I did it, and I will tell you, I I did it, and I can tell you that the guy went out of business, and I can tell you that I took all the business from him. But here's what I did. This is me from the gut. I had a competitor that said some stuff that wasn't true about me, and uh, I was very frustrated about this. And so I tried to correct it. You know, first I called the bridal show, and I'm like, hey, this guy's emailing, and they're saying, oh, well, we'll tell, we'll, we'll tell him, we'll, we'll talk to him. And I said, no, but he's emailing all of the brides who are attending the, the wedding show and telling them that uh, my wife and I um, didn't actually start the company, that we come from money, or that just little things like, our, you know, that we have a history of not showing up for weddings or that. It just it, We kept doing it. Right. And so then I, I called the guy directly uh, who um, did get a DUI, this guy, and I'm so excited that his career ended miserably. See, that's me operating in the flesh. That's me. <laughs> that's, the, that's the gut coming out again there. But what happened was this guy was really just a disaster of a human. And so I I called him up and I said, hey, if you don't stop doing what you're doing, I'm going to have to, um, you know, get crazy. And he's like, what does that mean? I said, oh, you don't want me to get crazy. Because I get crazy. Oh, get crazy. So long story short, I ended up... Um, <laughs> I ended up uh, telling every bride at the wedding show that if they wanted us to do their wedding for a dollar, we would, and you only had to pay us if you um, were happy. So if you were happy, you could just pay us like half. So it's half. The deal is half, but a dollar, you know, down dollar, dollar deposit. If you're not happy, because I said this guy's saying I'm not a good DJ service or guys don't do a good job, so I'm willing to do your wedding for a dollar down. If you like it, pay the half. If not, you don't pay anything. Yeah. And these brides are like. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I started getting into a, a loop of doing that, doing a lot of dollar weddings, a lot of them, just foof, foof, foof. And I was, what I was trying to do was to put them out of business. Right. Because I knew that I could scale and I could make profit. If we did like, you know, 50 shows in a weekend, I could make my money off the first 30 or 40. And then those next 10, I could just take money from those him. Those were for him. <laughs> right. And so I would just, and I would just, every week, just keep doing it. And the guys would come to me and go, dude, do you, are you sure you want to do another dollar show? Yes. Because I was listening to my gut. And so I was listening to my heart. You know that song? Uh-huh. They, they did like a remix of it came out a few years ago. Listen to your heart when it's calling for you. Listen to your heart. There's nothing else you can do. I don't know where you're going and I don't know why, but I destroyed that guy. That's right. And I really, <laughs> and, and so I don't ever listen to my gut. Now what I do is I ask myself, these are, this is good, good questions. This is my process. I put it on my clipboard and I don't act for 24 hours. Like, that's, that's step one. I put on my clipboard, and I don't act for 24 hours. So, like, right now, we've got a person who is a, just a moron who should not have attended our workshop, but who did attend our workshop, and who could not stop making cell phone calls during... We have different people speaking. We have, like, Aaron Antis the, with Shaw Homes, like, the largest home builder, a home building company in Oklahoma. You know, he's speaking. We've got uh, Clay Stairs, former school teacher turned millionaire speaker. We had... Um, we've had different people. I mean, we had Tim Redmond speak in the past. Wes uh, the Carter. Guy, Wes Carter. The, uh, w- w- just, you know, Tim Redmond has grown a company from two people to 450 people, and he was once my boss. Uh, that company was called Tax and Accounting software corporation we've had Wes Carter um, with uh, uh, Winters and King uh, he, he's the attorney of, of choice for TD Jakes he's worked with Joel Osteen he's worked with Craig Rochelle with Life Church I mean we have some great people speaking 
And the most disrespectful thing you can do is just to continue to operate your own uh, pop-up call center in the back of the conference. (laughs) And so also, I'm a Judeo-Christian, right? And so this guy has values that are antagonistic to mine. Like, his worldview doesn't fit within the framework of the Western culture. This guy, and so he just continues to just plague me on the internet. And so I wanted to say some things, but I didn't. Thought about it for 24 hours. In this case, I've thought about it for 72 hours. And on Monday, I'll make a decision that would be something that God would be proud of, something that my wife would be proud of. And any time I listen to my gut, I always regret it. I just, every single time, if I ever make a decision based upon my gut, I always regret it. Somebody out there is going to disagree with me, and that's fine. But that, that was the question that was asked, and I'm giving you my honest answer there. That's what we want. Okay, Chuck, back to you. All right. In the world of business, change is a constant. How do you adapt yourself and your companies to this change? Um, I'm a slow adopter for everything. I like to see what works. Again, I go back to, I'm always looking for best practices. And if it's been proven to work, then I'm going to do it. And I think one example would be Google reviews. You know, the companies I work with, I mean, we, we, uh, we really are at the forefront of making sure that we gather sincere reviews from our real customers. So if you look at like phone doctors, we have like 2,400 reviews today, 2,400 reviews at Phone Doctors. Um, if you look up the Thrive Time Show, I mean, we've got 1,500-something reviews from real people who've attended our workshops, from uh, you know people who've listened to our podcast, uh, video reviews. I mean, I, I just dominate the gathering of reviews from real customers, but I was slow to adopt it. You know, I, I, you think my OxyFresh has 129,000 Google reviews right now? We're topping the world for the phrase carpet cleaning quotes. I think we, have, I think, I think we actually have 100 and... Can you look that up real quick, Chip. I think we have 130,000 reviews. I think we have 130,000. We'll look that up real quick. And I'll tell you another company that has a lot of Google reviews. That's Williams Contracting. Williams Williams Contracting. These guys at at Williams Contracting, their phone number is 918-682-5511. And what they do is these guys help you. If if you have a building, let's say you want to expand uh, your church. Let's say you want to add on in addition to your commercial uh, business. Let's say you want to add on to your shopping center. Build a uh, new shopping center. These guys have built Northeastern State University. They've done the first, the Care First Pharmacy, the First Baptist in Muskogee. They've done the Okmulgee County Judicial Authority Jail Annex. People like their addition so much they're traveling to Okmulgee. And not leaving. They're just Extended standing inside stays. the jail annex to, to check out the architecture. <laughs> check out our good friends at will-con.com. That's Williams Contracting. Again, it's Williams Contracting. Check them out. It's will-con.com. And tell them that Clay Clark and Eric Chupp sent you. You are now entering the dojo of Mojo and the Thrive Time Show. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. 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 This is Clay Clark on the mic again. Myopic focus, tunnel vision. I'm focused on the mission. To teach you the skills and give you the plans. Broadcasting from my lands. To the left, to the portlands. I'm here to tell you, you can do it. Yes, you can. And now, my friend, you got two fans. Hit me the Z, comma, ands. I'll be the C, yes, ands. Now let's kick it like Batman. Bam! And get a little nuts like pecans. Welcome back to the 
conversation. It is the Thrive Time Show on your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former US SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, the father of five kids. Uh, I own and run different companies. Um, if you want to look at some of the brands I work with, that would be, you could check out uh, phonedoctors.com. Uh, you could check out, and that's a phone repair business. So you could mm-hmm. check out Full Package um, Media is a company we coach with. That's a Full Package Media. They're the top rated uh, real estate photography company in Dallas. I'm so excited to see them grow and, and take off. And, and Thomas and Gretchen are, are a joy to work with. Um, Score Basketball, the top rated uh, basketball facility in Oklahoma. Pretty much my clients I work with become category leaders. So I'm not, and, and a lot of them um, reach out to me before they're even started. And so I help them become a category leader. Or we have a lot of category leaders that reach out to me and say, hey, my company's rocking, but I want to dominate. And so um, we help people grow their companies. A Revolution Health, we help those guys grow. Um, I, I could just go on listing these over and over and over, but I just want to let you know I'm a real human. Uh, I really did build djconnection.com. If you check it out, it's a real company that still exists today. I sold it, uh, built epicphotos.com. But I'm always the one who breathes the life into the thing, starts the thing, gets the thing going, because so many people battle doubt. They battle fear. They battle, and I feel like that's my superpower is to help people start companies and grow them. And uh, uh, so I like to hop on the show uh, two hours a day to, to teach you uh, things you need to know to grow your business. And recently we've had a lot of listeners who've uh, emailed into info at thrivetimeshow.com wanting to know how can I grow my business? And we answer, we answer those questions. We've had even more people reach out recently wanting to know, hey, um, specifically, I have some questions about you the person. So let's, let's let's begin answering some more of those questions, Chep, that we've okay. been emailed this week. Cool. So the next question is, what is the number one book that every entrepreneur who is listening needs to read? Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. By Napo Leon. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I The book changed my life. It changed the way I think about business. It uh, pretty much killed the uh, reckless ambition um, and taught me to be more uh, thoughtful and purposeful with how I spend my day. It's the number one self-help book of all time outside of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Um, It was written by Napoleon Hill, who was an apprentice of Andrew Carnegie and the man who worked with Franklin Delano Roosevelt to help him during the time of the Depression. He also worked closely with Oral Roberts, who was uh, was basically Oral Roberts' business coach. And I named my son after the author, after I read everything he had ever written, I named my son. So my son's name is Aubrey Napoleon Hill Clark. you got to read that book. So now that we kind of know the history of that book, why does every inspiring entrepreneur need to read that book? What, what, yeah, in your well, mind, it why? teaches a, a, a lot of concepts, but there's I think three or four that will blow your mind. Um, one is it teaches you that you have to have a definite chief aim. Like you have to have something you're obsessed with. So I have been obsessed, obsessed with answering all the questions that anyone has when they email them to info at thrivetimeshow.com. That's been my obsession. And I've been obsessed with mentoring millions for now, this would be nine years. So for nine years, I've been obsessed with mentoring millions. Forever I was obsessed with building the largest DJ entertainment company in the world. And I did that. So then I moved on. My new obsession is mentoring millions. So I'm obsessed with that. So having a definite chief aim is, was one. That's, that's a concept he teaches. Two, he talks about burning your boats and not having a backup plan oh, to create the burning desire that is required to keep you inspired. You've got to burn the boats so you don't have a backup plan. You need to burn the boats that took you to the enemy territory so you don't have a backup plan. And most people think that's crazy, but that's the only way to do it in the game of business. You will lose if you have a backup plan. The third concept he teaches is the power of the mastermind. 
Now, the mastermind is a concept where you want to surround yourself with people that are better than you in, in different areas. So you want to surround yourself because you become, your, your network becomes your net worth. Um, you become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So you got to be very, very careful about who you spend your time with. And that's why I live behind a wall. In a bunker. In a bunker. <laughs> and I only invite people over here that are sources of inspiration. I really, I don't even want people who are low-functioning um, uh, people I don't want low-functioning people over at my house because they contaminate my house. I don't like people coming in here with their uh, problems, their their alcoholism, their addictions, their their excuses, their their wife abuses. I don't want them in my house. I don't want them over here. I want to have a positive place, and I call it the man cave. Man cave. But it is a place where my mastermind occurs. And those are those are those are three powerful principles the book teaches. And the fourth, I think it's a, a just a wow showstopper, is it's over deliver and then you'll be overpaid. Exactly. If you do more than you're paid to do, you will always make more than you should. You'll always get promoted. But if you under deliver, man, you're gonna get cut from the team, you're gonna get fired, you're gonna be micromanaged, you're gonna be you're not a gonna loser. be happy. You're gonna lose. The who the who. I gotta Ch- update real quick yeah, on a stat update. from earlier from last segment there. Yes, yes. Uh Oxyfresh now has hundred and twenty nine thousand five hundred and thirty two Google reviews. Yes. That's an insane amount of So Google you talk reviews. about, well, you know, Clay, do you adopt to new things? I don't I, I adopt very slowly to things, but then once I adopt to a proven strategy, I will dominate it because I have like a, a psychological problem that makes me enjoy doing the same thing every day. Yes. So once I find that new same thing, it's on. Here we go. All right, Chuck, back to you. Okay, what is something that you would do with your business if you were 100% confident that it would not fail? I would do our conferences on cruise boats. Whoa, I like where this is going. That's I would a- do that. <laughs> yes. For sure. I would do my, I would do our, and I, 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 I eventually I want to do that. Yes. Uh, it just, I would like to do our conferences. Ride or die, bench. homie. Let's do it. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, you, you just run with that. You fire up, you start selling oh, my man. wife on that idea, but <laughs> I can do it. That's what I would do because okay. I think that it would be, um, the perfect environment for people to learn and for my kids and I'd have a great time. People would love that. I know, I know. And the thing is, now I'm, now I'm talking about it. This is called the law of attraction. <laughs> so now I'm going to speak it into existence. Here we go. <laughs> and see, you just, this is why you can't say things. <laughs> this is why I'm so calculated the words I say. But I just tattooed it on my arm. This is what this If is you're happening. listening right now and you would like to go on a Thrive Cruise workshop, please email info at thrivetimeshow.com. We will gauge interest. And when there is a market, we will fill it. Once we find the need, we'll fill it. But I'm just telling you, uh, I just submitted pro- the first lead. <laughs> prophetically, I think it's going to happen. So I just, I, I ultimately, I want to do our workshops on cruise boats. So that is what I would do if I knew it wouldn't fail. That is amazing. Okay, Chuck, back to okay, you. Okay, what is a skill that if you had, you would uh, would double your business if you had this skill? If I could sing. If, if I could sing, I could sing. No, if I could sing like uh, I can, you know, carry a tune. But I mean, if I could sing like. Um, as good as John Legend, I would be probably the most successful musician of all time because I have no discernible talents or skills, and just but grind. I just grind. <laughs> but if I could sing like that and I grinded, that would be unstoppable. That's why if you look at John Legend, I mean, he's a hard worker. I mean, he's a grinder. Ryan Tedder's a, a grinder. I mean, the, the, the most successful people are all grinders. Well, Jeff. speaking of grinding, if you, if you drive a Ford and you hear some grinding going on underneath that hood or in the transmission or something, you have got to reach out to the guys over at rcautospecialist.com, okay? They've got 80 combined years of experience working on Fords, so if you've got suspension problems, alignment problems, heat and air systems, transmission problems, anything that's going on with your vehicle, get a hold of the guys at RC Auto Specialist. You can call them at 918 918- 
972-8115, or check them out at rcautospecialist.com. Really good, high-character people. If you're nervous about having a mechanic, these are your guys. If your car's making this sound, check them out. Presenting the world's only business school without the BS with optometrist and entrepreneur Dr. Robert Zellner and USSBA Entrepreneur of the Year, Clay Clark. System will make your life improve. See, I'm more than just a rhymer, like a horse with blinders. Focused on the Thrive Time Show, that's where you find us. He be the Z and I be the C. Teaching business skills from Clay to Z. We both grew up poor, but we're poor no more. The goal of this show is to help you score. So I couldn't see the light until my son could see. But I learned to rock the mic in the high school scene. A young DJ. All right, Thrive Nation. Welcome back to the Thrive Time Show. On your radio. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former U.S. SBA Entrepreneur of the Year, sent here on a mission to make your financial problems disappear. I, I have a obsession with helping you to become successful. But to quote the uh, the poet, the author, the actress, uh, Maya Angelou, and she so eloquently said, she said, nothing works unless you do. Nothing will work unless you do. And I think there's a lot of people that are listening to this show that have finally found their, their show. You finally found your show where it's all about doing things. It's about application. Our entire show is about applying things. Knowledge without application is meaningless. And our entire show is about application. It's We'll teach you what to do. We'll show you why you need to do it. We'll answer your questions. But then we got to do it. We have to rise and grind. All talk leads to poverty. But actually doing something is what creates success. Again, talk leads to poverty talk talk leads to poverty you say oh, that kind of sounds familiar yeah it's from the bible proverbs 14 23 all hard work brings a profit but mere talk leads only to poverty all hard work brings a profit but mere talk leads only to poverty chup so chup we've got questions from listeners out there who've said clay i've got a few questions for you and we want to answer those final three questions on today's show but again mr listener just apply what you've learned and in due time you'll have money to burn chup back to you okay so the next question is if the wall street journal or forbes were to write a story about you mr clay clark what would it say what would you want it to say um i would want it to talk about my struggle to live an F6 life and what an F6 life is. Um, because the F6 life is achieving success in the areas of your faith, your family, your finances, your fitness, your friendship, and your fun. Right. And I look at it now and I say, okay, well, give, my, give myself a grade in these areas. I'm going to say my faith right now. I'm a solid coming with, I think right now I'm a solid C minus in my faith right now. Okay. Like I believe in God. Uh, I know that he died for my sins. I don't know how it works. I believe in my phone. I know I pick it up and I call with it, and I know that it works. But right. I don't. I don't. I don't have a big understanding of it. So that that tends to create doubt whenever I start to think about it. So I just don't. I just have, I go, like, like a horse with blinders. I just go. So faith. I'm a C minus. Working up to a B. Hopefully this year. Then family. Uh, I think family. I'm, I'm a solid B right now. I feel like you know I could be better as a dad. Yeah. Uh, probably B minus. Yeah. C plus. Okay, fine. Oh, C wait, plus. Wait, so, moving on. But moving I'm, on. A, I'm a B minus, getting better. So faith and family. Uh, finances, I feel like I'm an A. That's what I do. It's, just, that. it's easy for me. That's the business is what I do. I enjoy doing it. Um, fitness, probably like a C, you know, a C. We're trying to get into a B. Um, and really it has to do with um, saying no to business projects. So 
I've got a good routine going now, starting to get, you know, a little bit of a little bit of strength back, starting to feel more motivated to do things. But that jawline's getting chiseled. I appreciate that. It's getting better. But I say I have to um, say no to business deals. I've I've realized I have to say no to business deals to work out. Like I I just I that's 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 a thing for me. It's like hard because growing up not having money and then having people coming to you, presenting you with opportunities. Now I have to say no to a lot of things. And as a coaching program. We can only handle 160 files, you know, and so I, I just can't. There's only so much I can do, and I, and I don't want to grow the team. I've, I've really thought about that. I don't want to hire more people. I don't want to get bigger. Yeah. I do want to improve the team, and you're, you're seeing me do that. Yeah. But you know, the Patriots have a 53 man roster. That's kind of how I view our team right now. You don't now. want a 100 man roster. I'm just trying to right. improve our our team. Absolutely. And uh, our our core team. I just try to make it better and better, but I'm not trying to grow it. Um, so faith, family, finance, fitness, friendship. I feel like my friendships are an A right now. I'm only I only spend time with people I like. So A plus there, friendship, uh, and then uh, fun. I think fun. I think right now I'm into a I'm into a flow state where I actually went on a vacation and had a good time. You planned out your fun on your vacation. I had fun on a vacation. Set no expectations. I felt so <laughs> bad. I felt so bad because my kids, my wife told, said, "Guys, we're gonna go to St. Peter's of Florida. We're gonna go to the beach." And they're like, does dad have to go? Like, literally, I'm like, what? Oh, that hurts. No, and the kids are like, dad, dad, the last time you went on a trip, it was terrible. And the other three, the younger three, they're like, the three daughters, they're like, no, you're you're fine. You're fine. Because, like, I was just so unable to relax. And I tried to schedule some work appointments while I was gone. And I just, I screwed up the whole thing. It was just boo, boo. Poor form. But I've had now two successful trips in a row. Yep, back to back. And so I'm looking to do a third one here, Chubb. So what's the next question? The, the vacation turkey, huh? the, oh. trip, the trip turkey. Oh, yeah, yes. nice. All right, here we go. Uh, next question. What online resources would you recommend for entrepreneurs? Uh, ThriveTimeShow.com. It's easy. <laughs> Fish in a barrel. There's nothing else. It's all you need. It's a one-stop shop. No, I, I really would encourage you to do nothing else because I'll tell you why. Because I have um, some podcasts that I listen to that I like because of the business principles I've learned. But of the last like 20 that this person's put out, we've had shows about um, psychedelics, shows about drugs, shows about he keeps just putting out more and more stuff that's more and more anti uh, my worldview. Right. Um, I think Dave Ramsey's a great website, great uh, resource to learn how to plan out your finances. Well, obviously bias, but the cool thing about Thrive Time Show is it's a compilation of all of this stuff. You could go out and read or or uh, listen to all these different things, but that's what we've done here and made all of these resources at once. If you just go time. to Thrive Time Show every day and you just go there and either listen to a podcast, some people learn better by watching a video, so you can watch our, our training videos online. Our, our training vault, we have thousands Literally, thousands. Of videos that you can watch featuring uh, mentorship from David Robinson, the NBA Hall of Famer, uh, Michael Levine, the, the PR consultant for uh, Nike, for uh, Pizza Hut, for Prince. I mean, we have... Um, Lee Cockrell. Lee Cockrell, the former executive vice president who managed Walt Disney World and 40,000 employees. We have uh, Johnny G on there who invented the spin class. Yeah. I mean, the guy at one point, the three million people every morning were using his program. Three million crazy. all around the world. So, I mean, we have some really go- great folks out there. But the thing is, I- if I give you all these resources and you just you get overwhelmed and you don't do it, I would just encourage you to go to thrivetimeshow.com 
every day and just spend 15 minutes a day on there listening to podcasts or looking at downloadables. We can help you. That's the cool a, thing that's is the best resource. it's all actionable, too. It's not just some kind of theory. It's things that you can actually put into practice today. So, Have you seen the Tower of Power that Darlin's working on? Oh, it's awesome. Isn't it sick? It's just everything from the foundation to the top. If you go to thrivetimeshow.com forward slash Tower of Power. Have you seen the new artistic one he's doing? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, boy. Your mind is going to be blown I'm soon. Ready. I'm ready. No, I, I mean, it's, it. it's it's not updated yet. Oh, he's new. new no, new but it, it's like, I was telling him, I said, the vision I have is I want it to feel like it could fit into the movie uh, Batman. Oh, nice. Or it could fit into the website for the Dubai Diverge, you know, the big, yeah. the largest hotel in the world. Yeah. Uh, I wanted it to look like that, like a Trump Tower. So he's, he's editing it. So it'll look less like a cartoon and more like the, I mean, it's going to be crazy, but if you go to thrivetimeshow.com forward slash Tower of Power. There you can see all the systems that I teach, and they're all there for you. And our coaching program exists to help you implement what you're learning. Chup, back to you. All right, last question here. It's a good one. What is the best coaching uh, advice you would give to entrepreneurs? Uh, you need a mentor and you need a coach. If you don't have the – in any area of your life where you aren't having success, you need a guide, or a mentor who's already done it. So as an example, if you're listening right now and you say, I'm really struggling with my faith, then you need to go out there and find a pastor. If you are somebody out there and you say, I'm really, my faith is going good, but uh, I need I need to stay in that groove. I highly recommend everybody find a church, go find a church, stay in that groove. Fitness, if you're not in shape, go find a personal trainer finances. Hire a business coach. If you need help growing a business, hire us. We'll help you grow a business. We do it all the time. This is what we do. If you're not getting in shape, hire a personal trainer. That's what they do. If you need help with your accounting, uh, reach out to Hood CPAs. I mean, you just have to find a mentor to help you have success in the area where you're struggling. And if you think about uh, Steve Jobs, someone should write this down. Steve Jobs, write down the name Steve Jobs. Write down the name Jeff Bezos. What do they have? What, what does Steve Jobs and Jeff Bezos have in common? The founder of Amazon, the founder of Apple, the founder of Google, the Larry and Sergey, into it. What, what do all these founders have in common? They all hired a business coach. What? They hired a business coach by the name of Bill Campbell. And we'll put a link on the show notes to Bill Campbell so you can learn more about him. But Bill Campbell was the business coach for all these giants. These people weren't successful just by luck. They were successful as a result of having a business coach who helped guided them, who helped to guide them and hold them accountable and help them to make good, wise decisions. Wise counsel will absolutely change your life. Thrive Nation, I'd love to see you at our next in-person uh, workshop. The next one, what, what's the next date of the next workshop? June 22nd and 23rd. It's a Friday and Saturday. June 22nd and June 23rd at our 20,000 square foot facility in beautiful Jinx, America on the Riverwalk in, uh, in near Tulsa, Oklahoma. Buy your tickets today at thrivetimeshow.com. And now without any further ado, three, two, one, boom! <laughs>